Second Samuel 23, verse 1. Now these are the last words of David. Thus says David, the son of Jesse. Thus says the man raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, mm. and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Mm. Who wrote this book? Samuel, right? Mm-hmm. Samuel wrote this, but the words are the words of David. Mm. Yeah, it says David's last words. I love that he is talking about his own character and who God had made him to be. He first talked about being the son of Jesse and then he's been raised up on high and anointed by the Lord, the God of Jacob. These are things I want to encourage us to when we pray. We begin to declare who we are before God, who he has made us to be. He has anointed you. He has raised you up on high. And you can see his heart when he said the sweet psalmist of Israel. Like you're speaking that concerning yourself. See, I was with somebody this week who thought the most ugly things about themselves. And this is a trap that many of us fall into. And they they felt so horrible about themselves that they felt there was no point for them to be alive. And they said it. They said that there's no point. I'm not relevant. Mm. This is a real torment that the enemy has brought against people. And many people want to end their lives because they don't feel relevant. Or end other people's lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to keep declaring who you are. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am the anointed of God. Even when you're worshiping, singing to him. See, David called himself the sweet psalmist of Israel. Doesn't matter how your voice sounds. Sing out loud and like I'm pouring out this sweet worship. I'm your sweet psalmist, God. No, just like we say lovely words to our kids or whoever it is that is important to us, we just pour that out upon others. Let us pour it out on the Lord and allow him use our voices to pour out what he's saying concerning us to ourselves. Mm-hmm. David recognized this and to think that this were his last words. Wow. The sweet psalmist of Israel. Mm-hmm. And of course he was. Look at all the psalms he wrote. Look at all of that. He wrote short psalms. He wrote beautiful psalms. He spoke wisdom, love. He was just an amazing man who just humbled himself before the Lord. It is not pride to begin to see yourself as somebody who has humbled yourself before the Lord. Somebody who has walked in integrity. It is not wrong. It is not pride. It is you pushing away a real spirit that is trying to come against your identity. Hmm. That reminds me of the song, I am who you say I am. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the next verse, please, Valerie. Number two, the spirit of the Lord spoke by me and his word was on my tongue. Wow. This indicates that David was aware that the Spirit of the Lord was speaking through him. Remember, these are his last words. He's personalizing his intimate walk with the Spirit of the Lord and how the Holy Spirit will use him 
to speak. And the Holy Spirit uses most of us. I mean, look at what happened last week. The things you guys were saying to each other, I was just like, wow. The words of encouragement that you say to one another, you think they are ordinary? They are not ordinary. The Spirit of the Lord wants to speak and He definitely will use your body. Trust me, demon spirits also speak and they use human bodies. And that's what Valerie was also indicating where you try to ruin somebody else's life or you try to say negative things about somebody else. That is a demonic spirit speaking through us. When we begin to say horrible things, we begin to curse people out, we begin to say things that are very ungodly. It is a spirit expressing itself through us because we chose them. And here is a man, David, regardless of his failings, he allowed himself to be a vessel that the Holy Spirit will flow through. Mm. So the next verse, please. Verse 3, the God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me. Mm. He, he who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. The certainty with which he's saying that the one who rules over men spoke to him, that he's a just God. In his walk with the Lord, he saw God's justice. And he was now saying that anyone, any man who will rule over men must be just. He had encountered a God of justice. And I want to make that part of our prayers because lately, it's like people just stand for things that will favor them. And they don't think that justice is very important. People are not close with the Lord, so they don't understand the ways of God. And so because of David's close relationship with the Lord, he understood that if God is the God of Israel, he rules over everyone, even the leaders. So if a leader is going to rule, they must rule justly. Mm -hmm. So I'm just breaking down this man's last words and the things he was saying that spoke clearly about his understanding of God, his relationship with God. Not only did it define how he saw himself, it defined how he saw the Lord and what he expects every leader to do when they are in a position to rule over men. All of us here are in that position in one way or the other. Each one of us is in that position. Next verse, please. Verse 4. And he shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises. A morning without clouds, like the tender grass springing out of the earth, by clear shining after rain. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This guy enjoyed the beauty of God. He saw the beauty of God in everything. And he mm -hmm. saw a person walking with God radiate in that way. Yes, clouds are bound to come. But when you operate with the Lord like that, you are like that bright sun in the morning without clouds. Like, it's not a bad day for you. It's always a good day because for you, all things work together for good. Mm. It's not all good things. All things. Everything. Mm. Even when it doesn't feel good. Even when it doesn't feel nice. It will work together for your good. So you are like that bright morning sun without clouds. Mm. You shine, you radiate because you are with the bright 
You are brighter than the morning star. You are fair, more fair. <laughs> Valerie, let's just go into verse 8. I want us to get into okay. the meat of it all. Okay, so verse 8, Second mm-hmm. Samuel 23. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Joseph Bathsheba, the Tachmanite, chief among the captains. He was called Adino the Esnite because he had killed 800 men at one time. Guys, how do you kill 800 men at one time? That's amazing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need some. How does that happen? Can someone describe that? The Bible is meant to be an experience. It's not a story. It's not some nice little poems. These are real things. How do you kill 800 men at one time with a spear? When you have the spirit of might. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Beautiful. Spirit of might. So how does that look like? The spirit of might just shows up and it's done one time. So you can't even explain how that spear moved. It is not ordinary. Mm-hmm. But these men are ordinary men. Mm. Yes. So now we're talking about Josheb Bashebeth. That name was difficult, so he was called Adino. Mm. Much easier. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you are in a battle and everything is coming at you in 800 different ways. Wow. You have to have crazy courage, a lot of courage. You would have to have just mad courage and fierce leadership to do that. Exactly. I always want to encourage you every time we read God's word, I want you to know that because somebody did it, we can do it. Even if it's not, if it's not physically, spiritually, when you find yourself at a place where everything is coming at you at the same time, just engage the Lord and ask for that spirit of might that will just disseminate everything all at once. All at once. Make this word relevant to you when you find yourself like things are coming to you in so many ways. Have courage. Understand that you are meant to walk supernaturally. You weren't supposed to deal with things in your own strength. Most of the time, we want to deal with things in our own strength. Mm. So continue, please, Valerie. Verse 9, And after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Ahohite, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle, and the men of Israel had retreated. Okay, so out of 30 mighty men that David had, the three top ones were Adino and Dodo the Ahohite. So this second person we're talking about, Eliezer, when a battle was taking place between the Israelites and the Philistines, all the Israelites left him. He was all by himself in a battle that they were all supposed to be fighting their enemies. For some reason, he was still caught in the battle when everybody else had retreated. And then what happened? Please continue. He arose and attacked the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand stuck to the sword. His hand stuck to the sword. He was weary. 
Have you been in a weary place? Mm. <laughs> yes. When you, you want people to stand with you, you are looking for prayer support. You're looking for financial support. You're looking for emotional support. You're just mm. looking for somebody to tell you that you're beautiful or that you matter or that everything is going to be okay. You look around and everybody has deserted you. Everybody has deserted you. Mm. In this case, everybody retreated, but you refused to retreat. You rose up. Eliza was in this battle that he was supposed to. Let's not say he was supposed to, but he had the option to retreat like everybody else. But he would not let that go. When everybody was retreating, he rose up. Scripture says he rose up. He was weary in that situation. So it doesn't mean you're not going to be weary. But you rise up. Whether nobody tells me I'm good enough, I know who I am. Mm. I am the daughter of the Most High God. I am the sweet psalmist before God. I shine bright like the morning sun without clouds. So you don't deny the fact that you are going through these things. He was weary, but his hands talk. You know, sometimes you have to understand that it's not about how strong you are. Will you yield your hand? Will you yield your voice? Will you yield this vessel for the Holy Spirit to take over and win the war against the enemy? See, the cause of Jesus, the reason Jesus Christ came, he said it for this cause. And I've said this thing. If you've been in these teachings, you're like, Nadia says this all the time. For this cause, the Son of Man came, that he may destroy all the works of darkness. And the cause of the Son of Man is our cause. So whether you're beaten down, weary, as long as you hold on to the word, right? He was holding on to that sword. The word of God is your sword. Hmm. Scripture says it's with that sword that you're able to fight off all the darting arrows of the enemy. He was weary, but as long as he held on to the sword, the spirit of might was able to use him to wrought a great victory against the Philistines. Mm. Until his hand stuck to the sword, no matter what you are going through, no matter how tired, hold on to the word of God. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us, into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, 
was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.